Welcome back to The Resupply with me, Garnick Store. And me, DK. Bringing you your weekly double tap of all things Space Marines and Laser Force. Um, how are you, man? How's things going? Oh, it's it's very much a mixed bag over here. <laughs> My beloved Boston Celtics have gone down the toilet. I saw that. My beloved Game of Thrones has jumped the shark, and they're just 360 no scoping dragons now. I saw that it's also. A, it's a tough time, but the but the academic year is coming to an end, so I'm not going to have as many papers to grade, and I can look forward to some laser tag tournaments. So, yes. Uh, we'll, we'll call it. It's a solid middle of the road week. It is a mixed bag. <laughs> um, we got to uh, we got to play a um a training night actually um this past Friday. And um, it was pretty cool. Like, we got to play some Laser Force. We had a couple guys had to leave early. <laughs> but, uh, you know, for the games that we got to play, like, it was it was nice to be able to play some competitive Space Marines, um, you know, at least once before we, we come to Nationals. So, um, Word, man. It's kind of... So what you're telling me is you got to play Space Marines <laughs> this week. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying and nothing else. <laughs> okay, you had a better week than me. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it was good. It was good. Look, we... we talked previously before um about you know sort of topics that we could potentially do on the podcast and one of the things you brought up was doing a, a dive into some of the positions so we, we thought that we would sort of gather tonight and well gather today tonight whatever time it is um and whenever you're listening to this fine podcast <laughs> it can't be after dark because we don't have al here given his sultry tones <laughs> no he's he's too busy like crushing entire kegs at the gym or something <laughs> but he is still repping the oakley raiders jersey so i saw that you, i saw that video it was awesome but yeah so I, I guess what was what was your initial thoughts as to why you know why we should kind of um go into a deep dive into space rings positions i think it's just a good kind of primer for maybe people where this is their either first or second tournament or people who are trying to develop their scene organically at their home site or doing practice nights or things like that to mm. think just about a kind of order of operations of things to look for. Um, you know, back, back in the day when we actually had laser tag, sad times. <laughs> Cause I would occasionally get newer players who wanted to learn who were like, Hey, what should I be doing in the games? And sometimes in the middle of a practice night or something, I just wouldn't be able to think of anything at the moment. I was busy trying to organize the next game. So I didn't want to brush people off or anything like that, but I, just literally couldn't think of the moment. So I sure. thought if good, you know, get something down and record it, I can say, okay, well now there's a place where you can go and check this out. And I will just dump all my thoughts onto the internet like a proper person. <laughs> dump all my feelings and emotions onto the internet for, for people. Become the feels. <laughs> um, I mean, it's a good idea. Cause I think uh, from memory, there is a space five training video somewhere online i think the loveland guys um may have created a video series but what's what's another place to get a source of information from especially you know a source of information that's as reliable as we are <laughs> yep, we, that's right we research everything um mm -hmm. uh, we're gonna 100 engage in some self-relation on this show right now <laughs> that's right <laughs> um where do you want to what do you want to start with so a lot of times it seems like the newer players kind of get shunted over to scout 
to start with. I know yeah, uh, when yeah. you have like the, the matchmaking software usually puts them a scout, things like that. I think that's fine for learning the basics of the game. But if it's if we're having a league or something like that, the last few times we've had a league, I almost always take the newest player who's still learning and I want to make them medic for right. a couple of reasons. One is that, let's just be honest, as the, the newest player, they're probably going to be contributing the least to the team in terms of overall point score mm. or offensive impact on the game or things like that. Mm. So it just is a way of maximizing your team's effectiveness. But second, I think you actually can learn quite a bit more if you're seeing what's happening in the resupply versus if you're out as a scout, because scouts can act very independently mm. in the game, right? You can go, maybe you only go back for, for resupply two or three times in the entire game. Other than that, you're kind of out on your own. Mm. You're having to do a lot of things on the fly and make a lot of adjustments. And sometimes you don't get the same guidance. If you're a medic, you're hanging out with the ammo, and if the ammo's an experienced person, you're going to be having to respond to their tempo. You get some kind of idea of when your players are coming back, how the opponents are attacking, other things that you need to keep an eye out for. So you kind of just get a general sense of, all right, here's how other people attack, and here's how you defend against that, and here's how I help my team in a, in a way that's conducive to the entire operation. Mm. I suppose, um, like... Uh, you know, I guess it's, it happens everywhere where we play Space Marines, but, you know, a lot of the time you notice that when you guys come in, they do tend to float around the maze, um, particularly in areas where there's not a lot of uh, game happening. Um, and so, you know, they, they kind of wander through and uh, stand around in places where nobody is at, and then, you know, when they do come across an opponent, they usually get shot, so... Yeah, I guess like giving them a a, a direction, I guess, um, is probably a, a, a smart thing to do. Yeah, and you will get a lot of that if you play resupply with an experienced person. Mm. I know in some of the more successful league teams that I've had, if we have somebody who is a practiced veteran ammo training up the new player as the, the medic, it usually works out really well mm. and it really solidifies your back line. So just everything runs much more smoothly for the rest of the team. Mm. Um, I guess like the sooner you can get somebody like um, participating in, in double taps, like the better as well. Cause you know, there's nothing quite as frustrating as not getting, <laughs> not getting resupplied in general, but not getting doubled is, is particularly annoying. Um, yeah, unless you're one of those spoiled people who plays on Gen 8, and you're like, ah, oh, that's cool. I know exactly how many lives I have. Just look at the back of the screen. Nah, I'll just take shots. Nah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a good place to start. So if you're looking at skills to to learn, so number one skill, learn how to double. Mm. You need to know how to double effectively, who to to listen to, what's going on. So I I think it's usually better when one of the two resupplies is kind of in control of saying when it is you're going to go, and just to have a quick keyword like go or now or just as soon as they're up here's the order of operations if you have two people back saying all right we're gonna get gnd and then dk mm. as soon as they come up just tag them yeah or like yeah we get the heavy and then each other or just some some form of direction because the, the more of a roadmap you can kind of have uh the less likely it is that they're going to get lost <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly and that's that's kind of point one is hey when we tell you to resupply this person, make sure that you're ready to go. So keep your gun up, not just to shoot opponents, but to resupply your team. Yeah, so th that was something, yeah, that that is interesting. If you think about putting new people into the resupply and in as a medic, um, 
you would expect that uh, they would get out of the habit of dropping their gun more often um, because they've got, A, they've got somebody there to drill it into them, keep your fucking gun up. Um, <laughs> but B, like, yeah, if you don't have your gun up, then you then you can't make quick resupplies or you can't get doubles because the other person's shooting ahead of you or whatever it is. Um, so there's quite a, a handy skill to teach new player um, right off the bat is, you know, obviously keeping your gun up, but they get a, uh, I guess, a first-hand account of, you know, why that is important. Yeah, because if you have, you know, somebody like Rusty in your league team and he's playing commander and he's not getting a double, he'll let you know about <laughs> yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, definitely let you know. <laughs> I, I played a social with them, uh, like, last month, I think, the month before, um, and they had a bunch of new people. I think, I think when they have, because they've got the numbers they have, uh, there was two ammos and a and a medic in the resupply, and um, yeah, if you're not if you're not getting triples, uh, yeah, they they definitely <laughs> let you know about it. <laughs> oh, triples, these yeah. spoiled bastards. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, so I, I guess yeah, having putting somebody new in the in at that medic spot is quite a good way of teaching them, um, teaching them how to double, teaching them how resupply works. Um, I think they, I think they just learn the the overall game a lot faster, especially in a competitive environment when you're playing league games on a weekly basis. Yeah. It's oh, okay, here's how it really goes, where you don't get lackadaisical on resup because you're constantly going to be under pressure or at least under a fair amount of pressure in the game. Mm. And I think a lot of people are sort of afraid to put newer players in that position to say, well, if a resupply falls apart, you know, it's it's all going to come unglued anyway. Yeah. Well, that's where the rest of you need to kind of shore up the defense. If you know your medic is a newer player, mm. you want to make sure that there isn't too much pressure mm. on them either. So the rest of you need to maximize your effectiveness. Yeah. Well, that's like point one of what to learn, what to look for as a medic. So know how to double, listen to your ammo, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I would say skill number two is learning how to preserve your lives. That's the most valuable thing that you can do as a medic. Sure. Because once you're out, the rest of the team may or may not follow shortly thereafter. So knowing how to, to get away First of all, when, when pressure is incoming, if you can get away before the enemy comes around the corner or something like that, you can already be at a harm's way. Mm. Hey, so much the better. That might save a life. But if they do come in and surprise you, something like that, and you get away quickly, you start moving right away and not two or three seconds later, you might be able to preserve an extra life off of that reset. Mm. That happens two or three times a game. That's an entire extra nuke that you could potentially survive mm. as a result. So knowing how to, to get away quickly, that I think is the, the next thing to learn as a medic is when you're under pressure, know that you need to have some kind of escape valve, even if it's just getting around a half wall or something like that, that might buy you an extra second where you're not going to get shot. Or if you guys get flushed, know where you need to go. Mm. Uh, and that comes back down to like the communication as well. Like if you're communicating, if you can build that roadmap um, so that everyone's kind of got the same direction, um, when stuff does go bad, everyone there's no panic like you you move quickly and you act quickly but there's no panic to what you're doing generally um if you can yeah. master that then um regrouping as a as a back you know as a backline um becomes a lot easier yeah and at least the way that the sacramento field operated 
pretty much on both sides of the field, there were some kind of flush spots where you can go to mm-hmm. where, all right, if we're getting pressure from this side, here's your escape valve. Here's where you go if we're on, on this side of the field. Mm-hmm. If we're on the other side, here's where you go. When you go to a new maze or something like that, you're learning how to play in a new competition. You might not have that immediately, but talk it over with your team and kind of figure that out where, okay, we want things to go well, but just for whatever reason, if they don't, let's have some kind of idea of where are we going to regroup? Mm. If we get separated, where where can I find you? Um, on that on that self-preservation, um, I would go so far as to say, remember that you have a phaser as well. Like you have a gun. Um, yeah (laughs) a lot of times you know um the default for a medic is oh shit i'm the medic i can't die and then they'll turn and run when they're still up or or whatever um don't be afraid to actually shoot some people like you need to contribute as well to to keep in a scout out or um you know at the at the very uh at the very least you're like the last line of defense <laughs> yeah so stay, staying out of the action is good but yeah you you can shoot back so yeah. if stuff really goes bad then yeah keep your gun up for that reason too because it might be that you're resplaying a scout and the scout and the ammo both take one hit out of an enemy commander who's coming in if you get that third hit even if they hit you at least the commander's down now too that's right so it doesn't mean that the rest of you are gonna get kicked if you get put down and the commander doesn't well now guess what he's got to reset on all three of you and things are about to go real bad real quick so in uh in brisbane like they have the the new tower um and there is a section in there where the the medic can kind of sit behind like a little wall and there's a reflex shot that they can shoot uh off a window um at people coming in and that's it's really important that like if you've got a if you've got an area like that in your maze that you utilize it um if if you can take advantage of a reflection as a medic um to help your team keep out opposing three hits or opposing scouts like yeah it's hugely important to be able to contribute like that yeah Mm. just this is a two-second rant I hate that fucking reflex shot in the Brisbane face. <laughs> I hate that entire wall where I saw Taipan missile somebody off a wall. I was like, this is garbage. Yeah, they have uh, j- just around the corner from that, there's like the the major outside wall, the wall of that corridor, and it's been painted like shiny gloss black. <laughs> And the reflect off that is horrendous. <laughs> Get some matte varnish, kids. Come uh, on. Yeah, or like, you know, some sort of sheet uh, get some <laughs> get some felt put some black felt up uh, but okay two second rant over yeah take advantage of reflex shots if you can but uh, you know if you have to, to shoot them straight up too then so much the better so that that i would right. say is something else that you can do that that's always your last line of defense yeah so, so since you know i live in america and we have crazy people with guns come around all the time i have to get trained on like mass shooter drills every time i teach at a school oh shit and those are the things that that they teach you is you get you have your your options you can run hide or or fight fighting is always a a third option it may not always be the ideal option (laughs) but hey fight back if you need to yeah that's right and hey those are more points you're getting for your team and they get you closer to those all important power boosts too so it's never never a terrible thing yeah. So point one, learn how to double. Point two, learn how to get away. You know, as a side addendum to that is two A. Yes, you can you can defend and, and fight back too. Use your gun. <laughs> yeah. So so um, point three, I would just say is like overall 
communication. Because mm. something else that I notice with newer players, especially as medic, they get into their heads that, okay, I need to stay down. I need to, to stay hidden and stuff like that. Mm. So they will really kind of crouch down in a corner to make sure that they're as invisible as possible, mm. which is good to start with. You understand what you're, what you're supposed to be doing. But then if you can graduate it up one step and, hey, stay below the wall, but maybe instead of facing toward the ammo and just looking to where trouble's going to come from immediately, just kind of poke your head up and look over the wall, mm. see what else is going on around, and maybe you can call out some things that other people aren't seeing because mm. other people are busy doing other things in the game. So although you may not be popping up and taking a lot of shots, you can let somebody know that, hey, there's a scout in the, the opposing tower or something like that, or, hey, we have um, two reds or coming up the other side, or maybe you even spy the, the enemy resupply going down the other ramp. If you're the only person who sees that, you call out to your team, that can be a lot more helpful. Mm. So act as a, as a communicator on your team too. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I preach to, to our guys in Auckland, like, the value of communication, just, like, across the whole team. But specifically in the resupply, I spend a lot of time sort of uh, in amongst the resup, I guess. <laughs> um, and... Yeah, like if if especially as a heavy, like I play a lot of heavy, and as a heavy, if you can, if you have that trust, um, that your resupply have your back, that you don't have to worry about their actions because a they know what they're doing and b, um, they're able to communicate with you if there's something that you need to be aware of. Um, it means that you can you can be free uh, to like just be worried about what you need to be worried about you don't have to take on the burden of trying to think for other players as well um and i know for me personally like that improves my gameplay because you know i just have to worry about what i'm doing like i, I can it's trust so that much easier job. yeah um if you're if you're busy trying to to um direct the resupply yourself as a heavy like it just yeah it just takes you out of your game and the likelihood of you making a mistake just goes up so much higher so there's there's only there's only one jan michael vincent per quadrant he, he can't be in two quadrants <laughs> at once so you gotta michael down your vincent's kids oh, so obscure <laughs> <laughs> i think our audience will, will be fine picking up this, this reference See, i think they're well cultured nerds i've seen that and even i don't know who the fuck that guy was <laughs> <laughs> Recently passed away. I'm sorry to say. Oh, R.I.P. Yeah, Jan Michael Vincent. I did hear about that. Um, but yeah, so it is. Yeah, if you can communicate, if you have good communication as a resupply, it's so important. Like it, and the medic has a voice. Make sure as a medic you use that voice to like. You, you have a gun and a voice, man. This position is so OP. <laughs> yeah, I, I hold the uh, the medic in such high esteem. <laughs> <laughs> It's a it's a very valuable position that's here. That's right. Yeah. Because yeah, the, once but once you you got those twenty lives and they're gone, that's it. So I mean, that's just something you have to get used to as a medic. Is you're probably not going to be playing the full fifteen minutes in a lot of the games. So you do as much good in the time you have, and hopefully the other five people in your team will come through and carry you through to the rest of the victory. As yeah. long as you do your job, they can all do their jobs. Yeah, I guess that's the important thing, right? Like a, a great football team wants to do your job, so. Um, you know, if you're <laughs> if everyone is doing what they're supposed to be doing, uh, you should be doing all right. Um, no, that great football team was Manchester United, right? That's <laughs> who we're talking about. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
watch soccer. Gets, uh, <laughs> soccer. Soccer. <laughs> the way he says it. Uh, so I'd say that the next thing is the all-important base runs. Mm. People missing their targets is a major pet peeve of mine, <laughs> of coming out and not getting their targets during the game. Odin's Fist, I'm looking at you and your entire family right now. <laughs> Why can't you people get your targets? What do you mean, you people? <laughs> I mean the entire Todd family. Right. That's what I mean right now. <laughs> so, yeah, obviously a lot of times you're going to be going with the ammo, but if you can get to a point and you're playing in a field that accommodates it, not every field is going to operate this way, where you can go when there's not a lot of action, there's not a lot of demand for your services, and you can just kind of take yourself out of harm's way by going to a quick base run and leave the ammo to occupy the position, that's great. I tried to utilize that a lot in the Sacramento maze. Tried to do it a couple of times in, in Brisbane. It didn't seem to work quite as well, but it might have just been that I didn't know the field as well. Mm. It's going to vary from place to place. But make sure that you schedule some time for the base run. And at the very least, if you start getting down, your lives are clicking away, and either you've been nuked a couple of times, or maybe you've already lost like six or seven lives, and the opposing commander hasn't thrown any nukes, let your ammo know, hey, we need to make sure that I get my bases before I get killed out of this game, because that's 2,000 points that we do not want to give up. Mm. And I would go one step further and say, let your heavy know the same. Um, yeah. If, if he can take you on a base run, if, the, if that's the kind of maze that you're playing in. Um, our maze, uh, kind of, depending on where you're holding, lends itself to, to um, you know, having the uh heavy take the reset up on a base run so um but that, and that comes down to that communication again like if if you uh if, you know can at you know take advantage of the gen 8 um guns that tell you hey you know <laughs> you can have a look and say shit i've only got five lives left yo we need to use go on a technology base run. to your advantage where you can yeah exactly and i mean even if you're not playing gen 8 you will at least get that lives low reminder and at that point if you if you haven't been nuked in the game and you get that lives low reminder like you need to get your bases asap because yeah. at that point in the game unless things have gone really wrong for you the commander's probably well on their way to three nukes and that might take you out of the game before you can get those bases yeah because the other thing in addition to those 2000 points you don't want to give up that's probably where you're going to get your one or maybe two power boosts that you get per game that's mm. a whole bunch of lives for your team mm. that doesn't require you putting them down so you do not want to miss out on that mm. Yeah, it yeah, it's it's probably a big one, and you're right. It happens quite a bit. Like, um, it gets late in the game, and uh, you haven't really thought of, or, you know, it's sort of crossed your mind. It's in the back of your mind that that the resupply still need a base, but yeah, um, and then you get some unlucky, you know, f three, four, five chain nuke drop. Then yeah, you miss out on those crucial points, which in a competition is really crucial five chains are for assholes <laughs> something like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i mean the point is as as a medic you're always going to be probably the most aware of how much damage you've taken of how many lives you have left mm. so if your ammo or your heavy isn't you know uh making sure that you're getting the, the bases in a timely fashion 
go ahead and give her a, a, a reminder because that's yeah. something that that needs to happen. Yeah. Because if you're you're at the most risk of not getting the bases, everybody else they can get their bases after you get killed out. Worst case scenario. Mm. But because you only have so many lives, you want to use them wisely and making sure you get that extra two grand in points. Because in a lot of cases that might be fifty percent or more of a medic's entire score for the game. Yeah. That's a big big difference. I would say that like you know if if you reached the the ten lives kind of point and you haven't got the bases that's that's probably a good time or even just if you're at 10 lines anyway that's a good time to give your your heavy just a quick hey man i'm at 10 or or whatever um just so that in the back of their minds they're like okay so you know uh there hasn't been any nukes yet or shit i'm only on six lives or whatever you know it's a good it's a good kind of uh checkpoint to be like right yeah yo i've got half my lives left um, yeah, because yeah. that, that specifies that you should be in kind of the mid-game phase. Mm. So if you feel like you're not at that point yet, then you need to kind of adjust the strategy a little bit. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then maybe you know if you're down that low, it's a good it's a good way for maybe a scout to go out and relay that information to the commander so they can make an informed decision about whether or not they stay out or they drop nukes or um, you know any number of things so that's that's really important yeah that, that's that's probably a, a, a whole other conversation for for its own topic in yeah, the podcast absolutely. is knowing you know early game mid game late game end game situations yeah. for for how to make adjustments and i don't know i can necessarily distill that down in a, in a couple of minutes oh, i know right there's so many different like scenarios as well for that stuff it's almost impossible to be like oh yeah so here's the 10 things that you need to know about <laughs> Right. Well, it's it's like chess, right? There, there's usually a kind of standard set of opening moves that, okay, team is probably going to do one of about four or five things at the start mm. of a game. But based on how you respond to that, if you have two or three different responses to those four or five things, now all of a sudden you have bare minimum of you know, 20, 25 ways that a game can go, and it only branches out from there. So mm. there's just too many possibilities to, to cover. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right. You know, no, no plans to rise contact with the enemy, as they say. <laughs> Um, uh, what else you got? So I, I guess the, the fifth and final thing I would say for, for medics is once you've kind of gotten a feel for all of those things, you know how to double, you know how to, to get away, to hide yourself so you don't lose extra lives, you uh, are able to communicate effectively, you can manage base runs and things like that, now maybe you start able to make some of the hard calls of, all right, when can I pop up and actually take a shot at somebody else to put in to put down a scout who's looking the other direction or who's not looking directly at me before mm. they come in or to double tap the commander with the ammo as they're coming in so that way he doesn't end up getting that second shot to put me down. Mm. Knowing when to actually put yourself at risk, that's the hard calculation to make. And I'll be honest, there are veteran players, myself included, who may get a little overzealous in this capacity <laughs> at times as a as a medic and go for the, the full combat medic experience. Um, I mean, yeah, full, full disclosure, I haven't really played a lot of medic at the nationals level, mm. um, so I would probably have to adjust things a little bit in, in that regard. But that's the, the kind of final set of decision-making to make. Maybe at that point, you're the senior member on the resupply and you're training up a, a new ammo, so you need to be able to make those judgment calls mm. later on down the line. So it's it's... Maybe not something that newer players need to worry about right away, but that I think is the the really thing that will separate you, put you in the upper echelon of 
resupply players is knowing on your own, okay, when can we, we maybe push out a little bit to give our team a little bit more ground? When can we kind of go on the offensive? Mm. You never guess that going on full offensive as a medic, but you can still be an offensive contributor. And if you're getting a couple extra boosts per game, that can be huge. That mm. keeps your team in the field a lot longer. Especially, again, like that sort of stuff um, can be maze dependent as well. Like um, Brisbane's probably a, like, a great example of that like if you're holding a new tower in brisbane being able to stand up and you know take out a scout who's standing in the helm or you know uh over in blue tower or whatever like that stuff's quite handy getting somebody off the wall um whereas in our arena uh there's not maybe the same kind of opportunities because everything's sort of linear everything plays in front of you so um you know it's you're more likely to to get seen if you're a medic standing up and taking some shots at some people. Um, so yeah, I guess it's it's very maze dependent, but yeah. Um, yeah, for sure, mm. for sure, and that yeah, that is gonna vary from from place to place. And that stuff. that's that's maybe that's maybe like the only the only feature. SM five is as close to a perfect game as I can imagine. The only feature that I think would be kind of cool is if every time the medic got a power boost, they got one life back. So it gave them a little bit more incentive to maybe score some points and stuff like that. And that's an idea I've been kicking around in my head for a while. A I don't know that, that it's a, a, a great fix, but I, it's something that I thought about. I don't, yeah, it's not a uh, it's not like an improvement as such. It's just a different way of, of playing. It's neither a, a improvement nor a hindrance, I, I think. Um, just... Yeah, but I mean, if you, if you think about it, it's hard to get three power boosts as a medic. Yeah. But if you could do that, that would mean you could survive a whole extra nuke at that point. True, but then you would. And, but you, yeah, you would get some again. Like from what I hear in in Detroit, you know, the opportunity to get a a, a you know um, elim uh, in elimination um, is quite low. So um, you know that might take that from being low to basically non-existent. <laughs> It's very possible, but again, with it, you having to be so judicious and discretionary with your shots, if you mess up at all in that kind of capacity and you lose one or two lives in pursuit of that extra power boost, well, you've just negated it anyway. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think it would it would really be a, a very situational kind of thing. Sure. It's just a, something I thought of. It would be interesting. Like it's it's uh, interesting to kind of um, think about like these potential changes to the game yep um but yeah you're right scorpion test it out for next league <laughs> yeah also work in the flashlight somehow the flashlight and gen 8 work that into the game somehow <laughs> <laughs> i thought you said the flashlight there for a second i was getting a little worried we're back to late night on the resupply <laughs> keep, keep your gun up but that's it <laughs> keep your gun up don't fuck it um <laughs> I love Laser Force, but not quite in that way. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd say that's my my top five tips for learning how to play medic. One, know how to double. Don't miss doubles. Know your timing. Mm. Two, know how to get away and defend yourself, which may include actually taking a couple shots on the enemy mm. on occasion. Um, three, know how to communicate. Look out for your team and not just kind of sit in a corner. It's important to hide, but. Since you can't get shot in the head in Laser Force, fortunately, you can still keep a good lookout for your team. Mm. Four, know how to just to, to game manage to make sure you get your bases and you're not missing out on the easy points and you're getting off your power boosts and things like that. And then five, know kind of when you can be a little bit discretionary where you can maybe open up a little space for your team and maybe be 
just a little more aggressive. Mm. Not a lot aggressive, just just a little bit. <laughs> just a smidgen. <laughs> just, just a smidgen. Um, so I guess like the uh, like you said at the top, like the thought process is to kind of um, put this out there as is. Uh, maybe a little bit of a help to some people who are a little bit newer or haven't, you know, only played, you know, internets or only been playing for a year or less or, you know, less than two years or whatever. Um, this is just obviously our take. Like, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure the veterans at your site have their own opinions on how the game is played, and that's kind of the beauty of this game and part of the reason why we gather like once a year to kind of test ourselves up to to see to see if people have some new strategies or or the best way to do things and um i mean we've been playing now for uh you know almost decades plural so um but we still learn every time we go to a tournament we're still learning um we learn from from the best you learn from the best by playing the best so yeah. For sure, and there, there are actually some some very skilled medics who are coming to this tournament. Um, obviously, I have a very high opinion of Russell Maniac mm. um, on on my team, who was on USAA last year, was on SAC A in 2017. Mm. I think he's always done really great in virtually all those aspects of being a medic. Um, one final tip: don't cancel your commander's nuke. <laughs> Uh, when they're when they're nuking, just just if I could offer one one small critique. Uh, they may actually punch you right in your face if you do that. <laughs> but I'll still hug you afterward. <laughs> not not a metaphorical punch. It was straight up punch you in the face. <laughs> so, maniac's really good. Um, Ghost, who I assume is probably going to play medic for Detroit. I right. could be wrong, but he did the last time that we had a nationals there. Is a really good medic, especially at that getting away part. That guy is super fast and is never around to shoot him when you really want to. So he, he definitely knows the the art of being able to, to get away in a hurry and preserve those extra lives. Mm. I would love to see Hoodlum against Ghost. Yeah, Hoodie, yeah, Hoodie I, I think, is the, the underappreciated kind of medic. He knows how to find them, but that means that he also knows how to use the tricks to avoid being killed. Yeah. I've never seen somebody who's quite as skilled at both avoiding being killed as a medic and as knowing how to kill the medic on the, on the other team. He, he knows the, the way of the medic. Hoodie is just a, a medic hunter beast. <laughs> he really is. Yeah, he does. He will, he will accept any hit differential possible to get that <laughs> medic killer trophy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, cool. All right. Well, we'll probably continue um, talking about the other positions uh, on future pods, which may or may not run in you know in a particular order. We, we'll we'll record a bunch of these and and put them up as. Uh, I mean, I use the term filler. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't mean no, filler. no. This is the, this is the the real meat right here. That's this is right. the good stuff. Um, we'll return back to talking to like guests and stuff as we as we get them, or if anything kind of pressing pops up, we we might put those in place. So these they'll take precedence. But um, you know, oh, yeah, I guess they're cool too. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I get sometimes <laughs> depends on who it is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll go into the other positions on on future pods and um, yeah. Uh, give our two cents on on how to uh, best play these positions and the things you need to know. Yep, yep. All right, well, for this week, I have been Guy Next Door. And I've been DK. Always remember to backtrack, kids. We shall see. And keep those guns up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, keep your fucking guns up. (laughs) We'll see you next week.